Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, Claudia, we are back for another week trying to pay attention to attentiveness. And it's an important, we're kind of harping on this reactive leadership skill that in spite of all our great plans, in spite of all our leadership, we at the same time need to be paying attention to what's going on around us. Well, and I think this week we may have landed on the most volatile <laughs> volatile area of the workplace. So <laughs> tell oh us God. what we're talking about today. Well, one of the things that are around us are people. And I'll tell you my bias is that there's too many leaders in this country who wish they didn't have to hire people. It's a downside that they can't do everything themselves. And you've got these people with a certain range of skills and a whole variety of working styles and lives outside of the workplace and personalities that range from all sorts of things, but most of them you don't seem to like. You just wish they weren't there. So then when they affect your plans, when they affect what you want to do, when they don't fit into the nice job description you have written for them, it becomes a problem. It's another situation where some of us react negatively and immediately, and others of us put up with all sorts of things from people forever and never address them. And we need something in between. We need to be paying attention to them. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to look at people. We're going to look at people, something I think most of us, the leadership skill we do not want. Leadership skill we do not want. We're going to look at two kinds of people just generally to structure our time. One are problem people and the other are high performers. And um, the problem people are the ones who aren't doing their job or have a quirky personality or, or start complaining and something, a poison starts seeping into the system and we aren't paying attention, our topic. Time goes by and it starts infecting how everybody's working. It'd be a, kind of a complaining spirit. could be a low work ethic. And other people start resenting that they're not pulling their weight and if we're not paying attention to the impact people are having, we're not confronting it early on. And if you don't confront what people do early on, they take that silence as affirmation. Well, you haven't said anything about it for three years, and now it's a problem, and it surprises them. So again, our point, the earlier you notice something, the earlier you can start thinking, having conversations, saying what's unacceptable, what you'd like to see, and people are much more likely to be responsive. Let it go, and it will snowball totally out of control. Well, I'm interested particularly in knowing then how are you attentive to these both both sides? I mean, we talked last week about problems kind of being these windows to better decisions instead of you know, these obstacles. So we have these two sides. You have a good employee and a bad employee. It's often, I think, in my opinion, that you ignore the good employee. And we've talked mm -hmm. about that. But you may be missing out, right, on talents or interests that they might have. Exactly. That you could tap into. Exactly. So on the good employee side of things, when we're not paying attention, they're performing. They're doing great things. They're growing. They're developing. And if we're not paying attention, what happens is people get bored and they go somewhere else, or they want a promotion. And we, don't, we haven't been paying attention, so it surprises us, and we feel that we can't lose them in the position they're in now because they're performing there, and we don't want them to be promoted somewhere else, not because they're not a good employee, but because we feel we need them where they are. So if you're not paying attention to this, yes, you're missing opportunities with your high performers. 
You're not paying attention to their career development. You're not paying attention to what's going on with them and what they're interested in. And they're the ones who are making things happen for you. Now, if you're paying attention to it, you can help that along. So that is their growing and their interest and their desire to expand their responsibilities increases. You are ready to have that take place in your firm, not somewhere else. You're creating a way for it to happen in your firm. Well, let's go back and revisit our receptionist with the four people that she's <laughs> reporting, reporting to. to yeah. Because I think the other coin is if if you're not totally aware of those issues or those problems arising from that, suddenly your kind receptionist, bright, smiley receptionist is not very nice to people. Mm-hmm. She's short on the phone. She's dropping projects here and there. She's irritable at anyone asking her to do something. Mm-hmm. So this is a great example of why you cannot jump to conclusions. This is why you have to pay attention. And if you aren't paying attention, you just have to ask a lot of questions because it, it could be anything. She could be a short-tempered, impatient, non-people-oriented receptionist and the wrong person to be in a people and problem-oriented position like that. You need to be able to identify that and get her out of there as soon as possible um, because you cannot have a complainer, somebody who's not welcome to problems in that position. On the one hand, on the other hand, she could be the perfect person for that position, but because of the crunch, as we described in our last um, episode, she has four bosses now, and uh, no one's helping her set priorities, so all this pressure is on her, and this um, acting out that you just described is a result not of her not performing, but of you not performing and not setting priorities and um, structuring things in a way that someone who has no power can work with. Two completely different scenarios, both very likely. You can't just know unless you've been paying attention. Now, I I was also struck by what you said in, in, um, in your last comment about how other people teach us about ourselves. And that might be something that we're completely missing if we're not attentive, like how people are reacting to our way of our leadership skills. They may not be as good as we think, or they may need some improvement, or we may need to be something else, better communicators, or a different kind of communicator. Well, you got that there. We should add an episode. We could do a whole series on paying attention to ourselves. That's huge. That's first. Yeah, that's a great point. Because if we are everything, if we're the leader, if you're the leader, dear friend listening right now, if you're the leader, Take it, it well. starts with you. It just does. That's reality number one. And it all flows out from that. So you actually could start all your thinking there. What am I doing that has created the sort of situation that when a problem arises, everybody panics? Or what am I doing that creates a situation that whenever I ask someone to do some work, they kind of resist me? Not that it's your fault, but you just start looking and asking questions. And there may be something that you're doing that if it was adjusted and you help them with the priorities, they could work their way through the priorities and would do a great job. It might be that even with that, they resist work and that you want a different form of support and a different person there. But one of those is not the right and the other the wrong answer. You have to ask questions. And that's why attentiveness is so important. Because if you have that awareness, if you're watching what's going on while it's happening early on in the process, before it's a crisis, before it gets there, you're observing these things just starting to change. Someone's starting to get testy or an executive's work is starting to fall behind. And 
it doesn't catch you off guard. And you can start the conversation then instead of later at this massive crisis point where someone's yelling at someone for not doing their work, or having done someone else's work first and someone else is yelling back and treating their clients horribly on the phone, some kind of res- unconscious resentment toward them. That's um, too late. Well, and I think overall, excuse me, we need to get out of the mindset that people are there to then forget about. And I think that's what we do. We want people in the slots that do the job that we never have to think about again. And that is our biggest mistake. You are on a roll with these one-liners. I am wiser than people know, but I'm not taken seriously in my life. I like right? this. It's true. It's yeah, true. People are there. Say it again, that they're there to forget about. They're there to forget about. And, that, forget that, about. and I think what you've pointed out is that there are two ways that that backfires on you. Both of you have an employee that's really worth cultivating and investing in and getting a problem person to really get out of hand. And that doesn't need to happen. You have 30 days in which to fire them in California, where we are. Why not do that on day 11 instead of like having to deal with someone who, and it's not personal. No, but it has to do this saying it has, unfortunate as these things are, they are reality. So the sooner I can deal with it, the better chance I have of having lots of options for going forward. The more I prolong it, especially a difficult employee, years and years of things ingrained, it infects the whole system or a structure that doesn't work and adjusted early on before the unworkable structure, the competitive environment infects everything. And soon nobody in your company can cooperate about anything. It takes a lot of forms. And that's why we're trying to say, if you've got your eyes open early on, more power to you. Well, next week we'll be um, concluding our series on attentiveness. As always, we welcome your comments on our blog. We're at boldenterprises.com. See you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.